Podcast Nation. Good morning, good afternoon. Uh, Hope you're well. Happy 2022. All that good stuff. Good vibes your way. This is a little mashup of a show I do on Twitter spaces called DNA, Discover New Artists. Um, We'll give you an insight to some of the names that are emerging in art land, in NFT land. Hope you find this fascinating, enlightening, educational, and enjoyable. Take care. This is the Gary V Audio Experience. How are you? I'm good. I'm very good. How are you? I'm well. Welcome to DNA. For everybody tuning in, this is DNA with Gary V. DNA stands for Discover New Artists. DNA stands for Discover New Artists, where I give a platform in Twitter spaces and interview an emerging artist that I'm fond of. This will always be people that I've spent months looking at or weeks looking at and let them kind of tell the world, this NFT Twitter world, a little bit more about themselves. So thank you for everybody who's here. Tiffany and Michael and Tracy and Aiden, Taria and Moon, Windu and IGYXE and Walking Victor and Booty Bill and all of you, thank you for being here. We have an artist that I'm incredibly fond of and I've been collecting quietly for months. But you can, uh, you can un- unmute. Why don't you start with um, telling everybody like a real one or two minutes about you and then everybody, like I wanna start every episode of DNA with, I'm going even further. I'm about to tweet out my collection of this amazing artist's work, the things that I've bought from her. So I'm gonna share that in the URL on Twitter right now. And um, while she's giving you the bio. Um, Okay, thank you so much, Gary. uh, Let me first say, um, I really appreciate everything you do for artists and all of your support. Um, And this uh, show is awesome. So thank you. Thank you for inviting me. yeah, just uh, uh, also thank you everybody for joining and um, coming in to learn more about me. Um, my name is Mombot. My real name is Jade. But uh, yeah, I go by the art name Mombot. And uh, I have been uh, working on NFT space um, since March. Um, I'm like super nervous right now. So You're fine. Kidding. I got you. Don't even worry. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guide you through this whole thing. This is as kind and as awesome of a community as you can get. And I know, and I know you're nervous, and I know you're the best. So don't even, don't even worry about it. Just tell us, like, talk to me the way we talked two months ago, or three months ago on on okay. Facetime. Like, I'm sure. like, I can't wait for people to discover your art. All right. Well, um, yeah, I'm, I'm actually, I'm a Asian American artist. Uh, I'm from originally from the West Coast, but I live lived in New York for 20 years, and um, most recently have been South Southeast Southeast Asia based. Um, and uh, living in Thailand for three years until recently. I'm, I've been back in the New York area. Um, yeah. Uh, how, did, how did you discover, let's bounce around. Actually, okay. let's go back further. Okay. How early do you remember being into art? Day one, like first grade stuff or came a little bit later? Oh yeah, yeah, I doodled uh, since I was a child. Um, and you know, I have uh, artists that um, were in my family. Like I grew up looking at like this old painting from um, great great grandpa that was like of a forest actually. So um, it would be like above the TV and I would look at that painting and um, yeah, so so for sure that's something that- so a, lot, a lot of the stuff that you do is, is, is based in forests. Some of your mm-hmm. projects are even named that way. So you're telling me that your grandfather or great grandfather, I didn't hear because I'm just, uh, sorry about that, a chop for a second, painted something in a forest and that had kind of conscious or subconscious impact on you and has become, a context for a lot of your work? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think I even realized it till I just said it, because you asked me that question. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Um, you know, I, I, yeah, but you asked me about one of my earliest memories, and it was definitely being like a toddler and looking up at this uh, painting that was passed down in the family that was hanging on the wall, and there was a forest. But I'm, I'm, yeah, uh, I'm inspired by like nature and science and all kinds of things. So, um, yeah, sorry, I'm getting really nervous again. I'm trying to not. Mabat, listen to me. I'm so in love with your work. As you know, when did we first connect? What, two, three, four months ago? Uh, yeah, I think September, in September. Got it, so two or three months ago. And, you know, I'm just, don't be nervous. Like, this is just you and me and just a lot of people are listening on. Like, okay. talk to me about your cat. Actually, let's frame you up. Like, I, for everybody who's listening, I just tweeted out um, Mumbat's account. If you click her link tree, which I'm gonna now click, what's interesting about your work is you got work in a bunch of different places. Like, I remember when I first stumbled on your work on one of those Saturday, new artist stuff, and I was like, oh, this is it. And I was like, this ca these characters speak to me. And, but I was like clicking around because you had stuff on Foundation, you had stuff on OpenSea, you had stuff in different places. And then I saw you had apparel and plush toys, and then you had this incredible Discord that you have, and you're also part of this artist crew. I'm just, you're doing so many cool things. And then the, the piece that I most love, one of my favorite pieces I know that I have, and I bought two of them, they were, three of them were sitting there, is the one that you put up on Known Origin. Can you talk about that collaboration? Yeah, I'm happy to. Yeah, um, yeah. so actually how I entered the, the NFT space uh, was really special because, um, you know, I had been interested in doing NFTs since uh, 2020. Um, I, had, uh, I had some crypto from back in like 2017 and um, I didn't really feel confident enough to really put out an NFT until I had started um, working on a collaboration with uh, my good friend Cyrus James Khan. He's also Thailand based. Um, we also, uh, with the help of my husband, who kind of helped facilitate that collaboration um, because that's our connection, um, we, we decided we wanted to work on this collaboration. We worked on it for, for a long time, um, for like a month. And then we just a lot of dialogue, a lot of education. He helped onboard me. and. Um, and that experience, because he's such a good person, it really helped, like, set the tone for, like, how I wanted to be as well when I entered the space. Um, like, with just just in general, how he was, like, he wasn't, um, like, we could argue also about stuff. And it was, like, totally cool. <laughs> you know, like, civil. It, like, was, it, was civil. A it, was a, it was a true collaboration. Yeah, truly, yes. Um, it was cool. And then, um, so that we, we did an edition of three, which you own two of. And that was what was also cool about that was, which was insane, by the way. Um, insane yeah, moment. because you had, um, a, you had them at a fairly, like a, a hefty price by your comparison. I remember looking yeah. all around and there were some 0.06s and point of this, and these were three ETH, if I recall properly. That's correct. And I actually fought him down a, a little bit of ETH because he had already been selling, had a lot of collectors. And, you know, this one was like, you know, it had more value and it also came with physical items. So, um, you know, it, it, the pricing, he originally wanted to make it higher. And I actually said, well, I'm, it's just hard because I can't, you know, I'm, I'm, new yeah, of course. And, you know, so, I, so, but we were, what we did say is that we were okay if it didn't, didn't sell right away or anything. We were like really proud of what we make. That's the main thing. So just proud of making something and, and what, we, and the collaboration itself, um, so yeah, so those sat there for like six months before you picked them up. And um, in the meantime, in like about April, uh, I put my first solo 
Genesis piece up on foundation. And in that scenario, my good friend Joshua Davis, also known as PlayStation, who is like a person who was like a mentor to me, um, a person I looked up to. He's actually uh, an incredible like code animation artist and um like you he's been in christie's and and things like that he gave me the invitation to be on foundation and when he did that um you know i i of course like had to work really hard on this like this piece to put up there to like you know not waste the invite um but foundation is is pricey and uh i think eth was really high back then like gas so Anyway, I used all my ETH to put that thing up. <laughs> all the ETH that I had at that time. Um, oh, unbelievable. Yeah. So, so, um, so that sat there for a long time, too. And I spent a good amount of the summer, like spring, summer, um, on the Hicketnung community and on Tezos. And again, in that scenario, the NFT community, uh, from like the way Cy- Cyrus was to Joshua Davis to like the way the Hicketnung community was, everybody was very welcoming and um, just cared about like spreading the, the 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 love and the education and like collecting and finding our way together. So I in turn was like that. That's how I entered the space. I was like onboarding people, and um, like even recently, I, I mean, I'm still doing it. I'm kind of improving it now. But I, I had started something called Ghost Club, where I would like do some some rooms where I would just spotlight certain artists and try to feature. Uh, you know, friends from Thailand and um, some of my friends. So, so I'm skipping around, but no, this um, is fine. Don't even, don't know, even overstretch. Like, you should see what's going on on Twitter right now. People adore you. Like, the reason I want you on and why I want to do this show is you're not like, like, like this is you're not a salesperson that is making a NFT or an influencer from TikTok making an NFT. Like, you are a down in real life hardcore artist who's transitioned into NFT work that I think is super authentic. So I'm just trying to really put you in the right mindset because I want you around, like your charm that I fell in love with and I see in your work is coming through more than like your direct clarity of what you're trying to say. So keep being you because everybody on Twitter and my Discord are falling in love with you and people are buying the shit out of your art as they should be. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, You're welcome. You deserve it. You're, it's, this is the great era for artists. Mm. Like for personalities, actors, comedians, models, Instagram was the great era. Like mm. a lot of people who would have never made it doing that, right? When I watch King Batch, right? And Melvin Gregg on fucking everything now. <laughs> Commercials, <laughs> movies, Netflix shows. No, no Vine, no Instagram, no their careers, right? right. This is the greatest era for law, what I would call long tail artists, humans who would have to get jobs at my agency as an art director, or worse, not even do art, like work at retail or corporate or HR. They're gonna, in the next 10 years, this 10 year window, all of you are gonna make a real living, a great living. Not everybody, because there's gonna be millions of you, so not everyone's gonna have a cosign from someone like me or a different reason they hit pay dirt, but this is an amazing era for us to be alive. We just went through a 25 year window on the internet where artists were told, do everything for free, just for exposure, maybe make something happen. Now you're selling art. Mumbai, you're selling art. Um, yes, thank you. <laughs> um, I, so on that note, like just to chime in with what you're saying, um, because of NFTs, I've been able to like um, completely update my studio and self-invest in, in my own projects. like my plush for example um like the second plush collection and that 
that, you know, that's been, there's been a lot of challenges. Let's put it that way. I think any creatives who've ever tried to produce their own toys or plush could probably recognize that there's a lot of challenges to uh, finding the funds to do that. Um, So yeah, NFTs have have just opened up a lot of possibilities for me to building like my brand um, and also to like directly connect with the people who love the brand without like trying to find some outside you know, like, you know, there's people who are already showing that they love the brands and then they can directly like connect with me now and we can help make it happen. Um, and I'll, it also allows me to be able to control like my own creative vision. And um, yeah, uh, yeah, the, the, the other the other thing that I, I didn't mention, I, I feel like I should mention is that um like I hear you talk about this sometimes as well with your your projects, but um, I also like I have a vision to be like the next Sanrio, um, you know, born out of the NFT community where I can have like animation, an animated series. Like I actually worked on a pitch bible bible for the last couple of years, and I was pitching it to animation studios, like even earlier this year, like like December January, um, and um, you know, uh, now with you know, with like some of the growth that's been coming with the NFT space. Um, I've been working on a plan for a second phase where I'm, I'm basically creating NFTs that are literally going to be like a collection of scenes that are literally the storyboards for like an animated pilot. Right. So, so like they're going to be like building blocks of projects that I want to build in the future. Um, Love it. Let me, let me, let me jump into a couple things. Okay. So I, I jumped into the the one of three that I bought two of, and ironically, I just put in my Discord and on Twitter. The other one's up for sale, so I think that might be gone very shortly. But let's talk about the cute, the weird, and the creepy. So okay. I think for a lot of people listening, this might be the project that they can ape into right now because it's well priced. As okay. of the second, the floor is point eight six, right? Tell mm-hmm. us about these because I really like it, especially candy leaves and cats. That girl that you make with the big eyes always speaks to me. Okay, this is, I can actually go kind of deep with this. <laughs> I don't know how deep I should go, but- um, You should go ridiculously, like this show is only about deep. It's just okay. me and you, it's just about you. Okay. And like, this is what the fucking space is about. So like, let's fucking go deep. Okay, <laughs> well, I really appreciate, I really appreciate you so much, Gary. Um, By the so... way, it was so fun meeting you at the Beeple Street. <gasps> yes. That was amazing. (laughs) All right, go ahead. Let's go into this one Um, because I think this is the well-priced one that people might be able to get into. So, okay. So she, so her name is the girl from the forest floor. Like I know that's long. Um, she does have a nickname, but I don't, I I don't want to say that right now. It's just girl from the forest floor. So, uh, the the deal with the girl from the forest floor is that um she's like half forest fairy, half human, and she you know she's always seen with a ghostess in like a lot of the imagery that i've that i've uh put out over the years um so so like she she actually is a kind of a reflection of myself because um you know being a mixed ethnicity but also you know just like some i'll just talk about her (laughs) her her situation like uh finding her way like trying to figure out where she belongs is a part of the full story really it's like a it's like a kind of an underlying story arc which is kind of the main story arc because i think that's what people will relate to about Mm -hmm. the character uh she she has to find her own family like she ends up part of a family of 
force creatures, ghosts and skeletons and, and you know, interesting cast of characters. They're not like her her birth family. But there, the side note is that actually a ghost is, is like she's actually an ancestor of a ghostist. So, um, and that that whole storyline is the reason Augustus is my main character. Augustus is like, yeah, he's been like wandering the earth earth for, you know, like forever, hundreds of years, and he finally is finding peace in this magical forest because sort of he's with her. So yeah, I love that. I love that. So their relationship is core. Mm, yes. So yes. what about some of the other characters, right? Because that that. That Shumi, yeah, <laughs> that thing is so fucking cool. Oh, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Tell, give me, give us a, for everybody who's listening, and there's just move out just for context. There's six thousand people listening. Oh, I'm going to share the open seat to the cute, weird, and creepy collection right now. Um, tell us about this character because it's awfully cute and a little weirdly scary. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Shumi Mushroomy is kind of like the one there's a like personality traits that that you know make shumi mushroomy kind of like you know the a little wacky one um very excitable uh very what's the word like um not very calculated <laughs> like a little chaotic and a little bit hyper yeah. yeah hyper chaotic might be the one that like just kind of might do something without thinking um and like, but is, whereas, but is, but is also macro super strategic and is throwing everybody off with a perceived chaos while he's on a master plan to completely bring kindness to the world. Is, yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, I need to buy a couple more shumi shumis. <laughs> yeah, actually, I, I do a lot. I do have like a lot of. I like to play with the um, the the mycelium thing, you know, and mycelium, um, like that that uh, the toy that came with the NFT that you bought had. Like I talk about the connection with like the blockchain and mycelium, and that's why I named it like uh, that particular version of the Shroomy Mushroomies as a not fungible fungi. I, I wrote like a whole spiel about it, but um, you you, like, know, you know that this. So I don't. I never. I don't think I really told you this, and I've been alluding to you that I want to do something with you. Yes. Um, and you just said that, and just like it's one of the reasons. So I believe that mushrooms and fungi are genuinely the most underrated thing in our world. I actually believe that. Me too. Oh my gosh. Totally. And so I felt that from you and like, I'm very inspired by this topic and want to really, 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 really talk to you about it. Okay. But I'm we'll talk, we'll, we'll save that another day. What we're doing right now, Mama, just so you know, this is not just kindness for you. It's kindness for the 4,700 people that are still with us. We're giving them the alpha of the alpha of the alpha if they're paying attention. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> All right, so let's keep let's keep so, talking about your stuff. So, okay, what? Well, let's go into Mumbot World, right? Okay. Because let so that's an easy thing for people to find. Fifteen items on, you know, this was the first work that I bought from you, and the work is just amazing, just across the board. Obviously, the character that we just talked about, but some of the stuff is just so Ruby's boo boo is okay. like one of the nicest pieces of NFT I own. The blue is just bananas. Can you talk about that piece specifically? Oh, thank you so much. Uh, yeah, that's um. So so in that in that scene, you know, it's kind of like a scene that, um, you know, Ruby, she's a witch. She's she's alone. You know, she feels alone. I, I actually like to depict scenes sometimes that that ultimately might be scary feeling or, uh, 
have some kind of a, a vibe that like that but um i want to add something sweet to it like i always want to add some some hope and sweetness to a, a scenario so she's obviously bleeding she got hurt um she's just like alone and there's a, of course there's some creatures there but they're they're just hanging out and then a ghostess comes you know to give her a uh, boo-boo band um so you know it's like a little generous offering a, a gesture of kindness in a scenario that otherwise felt like pretty lonely so just any little gesture of kindness is kind of like what i'm trying to get across there in this in this dark <laughs> sort of scene. Me, yeah, talk to me more about Mumbat World and that collection and those fifteen pieces. Okay, yeah. So um, the in the Mumbat World itself, um, you know, that's a place where I wanted to be able to like have my kind of more epic, like expressive scenes from like of the characters in their element, or even some abstract kind of like representation of you know, a vibe that I'm trying to portray with Mumbot World. And in that collection, it's like, you know, I kind of wanted to have um, the more like, like tell stories with the images that that are crucial characters, about crucial, crucial characters in the Mumbot World. There's like a lot of side characters that I haven't even gone into yet. But um, but anyway, um, they're like kind of the, the epic scenes, if you will. So... Um, there will be more there, like a few more, like uh, more like in-depth pieces in there, um, and I'm I'm hoping that like I can start to explore more of like the relationships between some of the characters. Like if you can see like Bedhead, two best friends are Mossy the Moss Spirit and Shumi Mushroomy Mushroom Spirit. <laughs> so, you know that's like a, a a scene, and that's a typical scene. Like you know Shumi is just like slacking off asleep, literally on Mossy's head. So, um, you know, and Mossy's like the wise, calm one who doesn't really say anything unless he's got something good. So, um, yeah. And then what, what about there? what about Falling Leaves? Like, that's just such a pretty piece. Oh, thank you so much. Um, yeah, Falling Leaves, I, I, I did um, to celebrate, you know, the fall. I, I was is that, living. Is that, a, is that a one of one? That's a one of one. Yes. God yes. damn it. Okay, go ahead. Um, you know, fall is actually my favorite season. And um, when I was living in Thailand, there's no fall. So <laughs> so there's no Halloween, there's no fall. And, you know, being back, it was like that energy. It was like the minute I could feel that like little bit of fall energy and like, and cool, like wind, you know, and like as soon as the leaves were changing, I was like, that's it. I need to do a piece like totally dedicated to just the, the whole group just like just literally watching the leaves i mean so. on, i gotta i gotta tell you something there's a post on twitter right now from crypto attic uh oh, it's actually crypto as had one 26 seconds ago she posted a photo of her daughter or his daughter um and they the daughter of this maybe seven to ten year old six to ten year old drew a mumba ghost and has mumba and akari be on it you have to see it on twitter oh my gosh okay i'm looking I'm looking. Did you retweet it? It's, uh, I'll retweet. Yes, I did retweet it. Oh my gosh. You see it? So cute. That's amazing. <laughs> Is, ah! like, right? Doesn't that feel amazing to you that like something that you like, like you like, look at that. That is amazing. That is so cool. <laughs> yeah, this is like what. What's you interesting know... about your project as I'm watching kind of like everybody react and tweet is 
we don't have that many NFTs, right? We, we you know, we did Women and Weapons mm. uh, and Sarah Bauman, as you, I saw you in the room, so you listened to that. There was 10,000 pieces of that project, but with your stuff, you know, there's just not as many pieces, even though you do ERC 1155s, which means that you're doing prints, there's 10 of them or 20 of them. Um, there's not that much work. I haven't like, you know, I'm always looking at your stuff. There's just, I, I think that's kind of cool. Like it's a little more limited, you know? Oh, thank you. Yeah, I try to go at my own pace um, because I actually look at it. This is all like, I'm always doing everything like with a very long-term perspective. I, I've been making things and building Mumba World for like over 10 years, you know, so I'm just, I'm going to do it whether I have a studio, which I, which, you know, as I said, like, I, 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 I've been able to upgrade my studio a little bit thanks to NFTs, but like whether I have a studio or if I have a corner, a little corner to work on either way, I'm going to still be making it and, you know, working towards it. So, so, um, that's one yeah. of the reasons, it's one of the reasons I bought into you, why I think you're a great investment, not just somebody I want to support and collect. You, when I did all my homework, I saw you did plush already going to the Hannah, Anaheim shows and like, like, this is like, what to your point, this is what you do. If this, even though I know it's not, but if this NFT thing was a fad, you'll be carving these characters into trees, drawing them in the sand at a beach or continuing to make canvas work, right? That's right. Yes, exactly. Actually, um, you know, actually I was, I was going to just um, mention, cause I, I didn't really get to mention this, but like when I entered the NFT space, you know, we were we were also kind of in lockdown, like quarantine mood out in Thailand and uh, groups like um, Tiki and Rose Adventures Club, Lowbrow Art Collective. Yeah, let's talk Art about let's, I really yeah. want to talk about the Lowbrow Art Collective because that discord yeah. inspires me to no end. Yeah. And um, and Dalek Town, of course, I, I want to say um, like those all those guys are, are like real true artists, like a lot of them are in real life. I, I looked up to and um, like there's people who are just in there would be doing like co-working. We'd be sitting on like Clubhouse, just co-working. It would, it would literally be a room that's quiet and people are just doing art. And and we would maybe sometimes like uh, PTR, like check out what I'm working on, a work in progress, like on our on our avatar. And it really it helped me get through kind of a rough time like um you know there there um but it's really important that i mention that because i i would you know i still uh like you know i'm, I'm involved with the these these artists regularly and you know just having their support and being able to support them too is is part of why i love the nft space and the ecosystem that's that's surrounding it so i mean like the you know from from in every sense, like there's so many, in so many ways that, that it's been um, a key to, you know, like just the health of the space. Um, I love that about you. I know that you're part of your crew and they care about you and you should see some of the tweets coming in of the small group of people that knew you before. I mean, you know, as you know, this is probably gonna be a moment where your career is gonna be different. There's a lot more eyes on you now. And, you know, just how you were adored, you know, I went into those discords. I read how people talked about you you know, thing that you know that I say, but I'm not sure everybody believes me is I put in the work and effort. I really do put in the work to know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I believe you. <laughs> yeah, because you lived it. We FaceTime, yeah. we hung out, we like did these talks. You watched me buy your art for the last three months. We, I, you, you've seen me in the discords of your, the, you know, the art collective and things of that nature. Yeah, totally. And you ask like real questions too. So I knew that you're like, yeah, that's really cool. And that's a good example too. I, I, I actually um 
you know, I followed you for a long time as well. <laughs> so uh, just, um, you know, just how you operate is also very inspirational for a lot of people uh, who are like here and following you. I'm sure you know that. So I just, just want to say Thank you for saying that. Let's, um, let's go back to more of your stuff. So we talked about the cute, the weird, the creepy. We talked about Mumbot World. Talk to me about what, something I don't know, which is, and I've been so busy the last two, three weeks. I, you know, I decided to do DNA. I knew that you would be on it because it's mm. that to me. And I saw this Board Ape Ladies Club. What was that about? Oh, yeah. I have to mention Board Ape Ladies Club. So uh, I think this was a while ago, maybe back in April. But um, Dr. Novo Crypto actually was in a room. room, And it was, um, I think it was NFT Good Vibes or something. And... I was in there and I heard her mention that she's trying to put together a project that has to do, it's like a DAO and she wanted to do something for the ladies because there were only 2% of all the apes were lady apes. And mm -hmm. not only that, but a lot of um, the, I, I don't, I'll move on to the next part in a second, but, but basically I just heard her say that. And then Blau was in the room or three Lau, whatever he was yeah, like, Blau. Blau. Okay. He was mm -hmm. like, Oh, you can have my ape. Cause she was looking for a lady ape at a bunch, I think. And he gave her one. And so, yeah. And then, um, actually I followed her to the next room. Cause someone was like, follow me to another room. There's some people. And then I like, I, I wanted to listen to her and how she was talking about this project. And so she went to another room and she was talking to them and they were some Chinese, owners of apes and they you know people were like interested and they said they maybe they maybe one of them might give her a name so anyway the way she spoke about her project i really could tell like she had really great intentions and so i messaged her right away and i said hey uh i love your project i think it's cool and i want to be a part of it so if you ever are looking for artists to to you know participate just let me know she actually let me know like way way later <laughs> so this is like august and um said you know that I got into the resident, the res the group of resident artists um, that were picked, you know, by their by her. Um, at the time, she had like put together a group already. So, yeah, that she had formed this DAO, and I'm in it. That's <laughs> it's, awesome. It's awesome, and there's already another drop of twelve new artists for November, and and they're looking for applications for December. Um, it's it's really really cool, and I'm really happy to represent for the for the ladies because um you know they're they're. I I love that the NFT space has a lot of ladies in it, and that I agree. I I, awesome. I do think because it's based on art more than just tech. You know, mm -hmm. a lot of people talk about we need more diversity, and I'm like, of course, always in perpetuity. But take it from somebody who was there for Web One and Web Two, that's sitting here in Web Three. Between art and collectability and kind of like culture, there is a lot more diversity from a gender and race standpoint in this era of like the world is changing by a trillion compared to what I saw in 2006 and seven, which was to be very frank, not only white male, but incredibly engineer brilliant white male. Like, like I was at a place by, as a bad student, right? Mm -hmm. It was a very, so like we're, 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 you know, we continue to track on. I wanna touch on a couple things before we bounce off. So foundation, I see on foundation.app slash Mumbai, you only have that one piece, huh? Yes, I, I and I also will I you do up, more. Yeah, I will do more. I'm, okay. I'm actually planning some masterpiece, epic thing for <laughs> for that. So you just got a little gangster, and I was a little <laughs> just like you went a little dark. That excited me a little bit. All right, talk to me about talk to me about the fact that you have Mumbot swag on Hot Topics website. Hot Topic, oh. a store many of us grew up loving. Um, yeah, you got some you got some teas. You got mm -hmm. you got some good shit here. Thank you. Yeah, I actually was. 
um, you know, I, I was actually uh, scouted by their, their buyer at DesignerCon 2019. And um, they, you know, asked me if I would be interested in having my stuff on topic. And of course, I was like, yes. So um, I made that, you know, we made that happen with the plush. And then later on, a few months later, um, they also asked me if I'd be interested in having more of a presence on the site. So they actually gave me a, like, uh, my own URL and like a uh, like a yeah, capsule yeah. collection for my for apparel. So I actually have new new apparel coming out there too soon. And will um, you be will you be announcing all your new stuff on your Twitter? Because right now I'm going to do a hard right hook in my Discord and on Twitter that everybody should follow you on Twitter for sure. Is that going to be a good place to get your new information? Or oh, definitely yes. I will. I will. I always post um my everything I post is mostly on Twitter now. Twitter and my Discord. Definitely uh, follow Mumbai World Discord as well. When can we see new art from you? Because I want to buy some. <laughs> I'm working on it. Um, I, I have a lot that I have to kind of like, I have to kind of button up and just kind of focus on like now that like events have passed and I'm, I have, I'm not going to Art Basel. There's no like, I would love to, I've always wanted to go to Art Basel, but I've never, uh, I don't have like a, do you know what I mean? Like I can't just go. I don't, I'm, it's not like I can go spring break or something. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't have any like thing happening quickly. So I'm not going to that. So if I'm not doing that, I'm just going to be making art. <laughs> so that's what I'm going to do. I totally understand. I, I, it, if there was an, out of all the months that I've been putting the pieces together to why I want to buy your art and why I like you, you know, for me, I'm starting to realize everything's purple. It's not red, it's not blue. It's all selfish and selfless. It can coexist in a great way. I want to buy your art because I think over the next 20 years, you're going to be very well known and that's going to be a good investment for me. But I also adore the fact that now I have millions of artists to choose from. So I can also pick people who are phenomenally sweet and wonderful and kind. But out of all the things that I've sniffed out from kind of trying to watch you navigate, what you just said right now is the single reason I'm smiling and excited in a world where 85 to 90% of the people that are creating things for NFTs are rushing to Art Basel for the parties, for the flex, for the fun. You just sat here right now in a moment where you have a lot, some things going on mm. that you don't have a really big specific reason to go to Miami. Thus, you're gonna make art. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's the biggest thing that I think everybody, for all of you that are in here that are thinking about who are the one of one artists or like the people that aren't necessarily making PLP, PFP projects, but doing kind of art pieces, whether they're one of one or kind of small collections, kind of the way I see Mumbai, it's in pieces. Um, I think you really need to know the artist because a lot of people are going to throw up stuff to just make some bucks and that's fine. Or it might be a side project, but full passion, always about it, loving it more than breathing, doing it regardless of the success that they get along the way. Cause that's the big one. The amount of people that are all about it, but then hit pay dirt, make some money and decide to slow it down, they're gonna hurt you as an investor. As a collector, it's amazing. You changed and supported someone's life. And I have so much collector blood in me. There's a very good chance I'll never sell any of your pieces, mama, right? But as an investor, if I get into a pickle or I need some money and like I need to, you know, for everybody who's listening who's making bets on artists, let there be no confusion. Their work ethic and their ambition is pretty much the variable of your success in some ways. And so, um, I appreciate you uh, you mentioning that. Anything, um, we're gonna wrap up here in three minutes. We're gonna do 45 okay. minutes. Anything I, we didn't touch on, I'll give you the floor. Thank you, yeah, there's a, I have a collaboration I'm really excited about coming out um, 
with I onboarded Sergio from the Deftones and Quicksand. Um, he is an amazing musician, and so also uh, Bash Bash Waves, um, my friend from Spain, Rocco. So we have a collaboration coming out, and it's just like another thing that I love about the NFT space again about how it opened up the opportunity to. Um, you know, allow people to experience Mumbot World in a different way. So where I can also um, lift up someone from the music industry, because that's really important to me. I didn't really mention that, but like music has always been really important in my life. And uh, I've always been very involved in like different, <laughs> somehow like just like music world has been really a like big connection. Um, last thing I wanted to say is like my family is a huge part of my, um, just like how I function, you know, in, including like, um, my son my son is 16 and he's been editing all my promo videos he's like loves editing and he's starting to try to learn blender and stuff um my daughter she's done some work with me like she's actually been helping me since she was born <laughs> so she's but she's always been there like sort of um as a, as like my buddy she was helping me even at my booth at designer con and you know my husband helps out because he does he knows a lot about like um you know, video production and, and branding and things. So he, he helps me a lot too now, especially now, like, you know, he's really chipped in with the Discord when I was like, ah, I can't handle this Discord's getting crazy. <laughs> so, yeah, so, yeah I, I think that that's it. But yeah, I just want to em- emphasize that I'm going to be here for a long, long time. So forever. So I'm just not going anywhere. I'm going to keep creating and, and working towards um, building these things, building the, the Mumbo world. Well, we'll be following along, Mamba. Thank you so much for being the second artist on DNA. Thank you for sharing your time on a Saturday evening. Um, I wish you nothing but blessings and health and continued creativity. And oh, I should mention what, you know, thank, first of all, thank you for all the artists who made some one of ones for my birthday. But I would be lying if I didn't say when I got to see your ghost coddling my gratitude gorilla on a happy <laughs> birthday, one of one. Uh, and you calling it grateful ghost. I loved it and putting it in her forest moment. So thank you for that. And and I'm really, really cheering for you. I love I love forest moments. There's, and especially you did a couple forest moments on Polygon on, on Matic, right? They're really well priced. Oh yeah. Yes. Were those airdrop? Is that why they're on Matic? Yes, because I, I was doing first airdrops on Ethereum and it became very, very expensive. So I started to do them You're on telling me, sister. I'm going through <laughs> it. I got a, I got book games coming out. I gotta drop 120,000 tokens. We're oh, running wow. math. And it's, I'm trying to figure out exactly where layer two I'm going as well. So, but yeah, the ghost, I mean, the ghost hug is so fucking cute that those two ghosts make a heart. I'm going to send you a pin of that in your box that I'm making you. I have a lot in the box now. (laughs) I can't even thank you enough. I'm so proud of you. I hope everybody who's listening now understands why I buy your art. And I hope many, many, many of them start doing the same. I hope you have a great evening. Thank you so much, Gary. You're the best. Bye. I love Cheers. you. Bye. Love you. Bye-bye. Thank Bye, you, everyone. Everybody. Thank you. Everybody who's on, please leave your two cents. Recap your thoughts of the show on Twitter right now. See ya. Bye. Bye.